and welcome to episode 20 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 18th of July, 2016, and my name is Terry, and joining me as always is Darren. Good evening. Hello there, sir. How are we going? How are we doing? Yeah, not bad at all. How are we feeling? Um, feeling good? Actually, really tired. I. Uh, <laughs> it, it's been 29 degrees today in Nottingham, so I thought the best thing to do when I get home is go for a 5k run. Because any same person <laughs> thinks 29 degrees, 5k run. I tell you, it was so warm. Um, And it's just amazing what the heat makes it. I should say the difference heat makes to your run. I was just exhausted about halfway around. (laughs) It just turned into this puddle of Darren all of a sudden, just kind of halfway through. Well, put it this way, I got back uh, an hour and 10 minutes ago. I'm still sat here in my shorts and I'm still wringing wet. It's horrible. That's especially for you, ladies. (laughs) It's the fact that I have to close all bloody windows and curtains and doors and switch fans off so we can record well you can have a window open i could do yeah but we're we live on a flight route um so if if one of the big cargo planes goes over it'll be like sound like thunder on the mic think about it this way you don't have to edit it ah, yeah good point there you go you see every cloud yeah uh so what you've been up to then in the past couple of weeks um right up until when was it fry ball Friday onwards, I've I've just had off from the world. It's been fantastic. But up until then, um, I, I now have a grass patch. Ah, yes. The last episode you was uh, playing with your new toys in your back garden and all that good shears. Yeah, so I've done all, done all that, wrote it all, grass seed, topsoil, all the works. And it's now been, uh, well, it's now been two weeks. And there's a whole lot of grass out there. It's amazing. And how does it feel? At the moment, still boggy and wet and stuff because I've been watering it. But it, it's going to be good. Uh, I reckon another couple of weeks, it'll be like a proper lawn. It'll be awesome. I mean, inside, Darren, does it does it feel good? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all been worth it in the end. Yeah, it'll be even more worth it when I can go out there and Christina stops complaining that she's got no, nowhere to sunbathe. Because <laughs> 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 it was like 26 degrees here yesterday. I'm like, go on out. She's like, can't. <laughs> You've taken the lawn. <laughs> I'm like, we'll work around it. There's enough space out there. Nope. <laughs> nope. And to be fair, the bit that we have done is a hot spot. It's kind of um, all throughout the day. You get sun there. Uh, like prime. Yeah, yeah. Sunbathing weather, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, apart from that, done that. I um, We had the new carpet fitted last Thursday, so I... Uh, recable that room, uh, run some cables under the floorboards, um, mm. replaced all the plug sockets with those nice USB ones, painted, sanded, all that kind of crap. Uh, but yeah, now now we've got a nice new carpet, put it all back together. It's it's like it'd be made out of puppies or something. Um, yeah, very nice. Yeah, very violent towards puppies, but yeah, it's very nice. Well, I can't believe. Uh, now I won't go into details, but she paid a hell of a lot for this carpet. And to be fair, it's nice, but you could have done an entire fucking house with it. Really? Well, oh, okay. So the, the the room that we've just had carpeted is four meters square. Mm-hmm. Um, just shy of 800 quid. For, <laughs> for <laughs> carpet and underlay. Jeez. I know. Um, but to be fair, it, it does feel quite nice under the foot, but still... <laughs> <laughs> I hope you get £800 worth of uh, usage out of that carpet. Oh, no. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, that's done. I forgot to mention on the last episode that I've actually cancelled my PlayStation VR order. 
Hmm. Now, I, th- I think I was saying to you before that after after E3, I was thinking, apart from the one or two games, it's, it's basically going to be a tech demo. And I, I've, I've been trying my damnedest. I keep looking around and thinking, right, there's got to be something coming out. There's got to be something that's going to be amazing. Something that's got to be blowing me away. And it's just like, there's nothing. And it's only a couple of months now before it comes out. And I'm thinking, hmm, I'm not sure. I, I I don't think I'm ready to spend the 350 quid on it now. Maybe around Christmas, maybe around Easter next year, where maybe possibly some stuff come out for it. I might get it in a bundle. Sure. I mean, you're right. I mean, I, I, a lot of it that's been mentioned at the moment has has felt very tech demo-y. Yeah. Uh, even to the point of where uh, Batman... Yes, yeah, yeah. VR is not the longest experience in the world, and I'd like to believe that they could create a fully-fledged game in the Batman universe if they're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Batman doesn't feel like it justifies a tech demo, but the only... Well, I mean, they showed a couple, didn't they, at E3, and and kind of the main one was uh, Resident Evil 7. Uh, But again, I'm a big girl. Um, Yeah. There's absolutely no way I'm going to play a horror game in VR. Why would I want to do that to myself? Uh, true, yeah. I mean, it's 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 fun and games playing it on a on a TV, yeah, uh, with headphones on. So you know, having VR in you know, having things up in your face is not good. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the idea of it, but I don't think it's quite ready yet. I, I'm I'm going to be interested. I mean, who knows? I mean, when the next uh, PlayStation Four comes out. Um, maybe that comes bundled with or something like I don't know. Um, I, I just feel that it'll be another one of those things that I, I try for a couple of weeks, uh, get everybody around, say, yeah, try this, and then it just goes in a draw. Yeah, uh, they, they, I think they need... Um, I mean, did they say that there's going to be about 50 games before year's end? Yeah, but if you, you can't see the air quotes, but games... Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I know. That'll be like the oh, it's the it's the Star Wars experience. It's a, it's a whole one level where you get to look at the sky. Yeah, uh, you've got. Uh, I mean, people are kind of suspecting that No Man's Sky is going to have VR support. Yeah, and uh, I think because I mean that game seems perfect for that. Yeah, and I think that that's one thing. Once once a few games out and it's established that this is a thing that's going to continue, then then I'll drop on it. Uh, but at the moment, I'm uh, I'm a bit busy at the moment anyway, so you know. Just, just escaping into VR it isn't going to go down well. <laughs> you need to get some proper games in your life. Yeah, oh, let yeah. alone some VR games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I've got my watch back. I went down, hey. went down to uh, High Cross, paid the hundred and sixty nine pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Was your hand shaking at the time? Like, oh, I don't know yeah. This. And apparently, she went. Oh, you know, if it had been within two months of you buying it, you could have just bought the Apple Care and you know got it for got it for free, like. I'm like, eh. and we, we worked out the dates, oh. and I was about four weeks out, and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so, that's yeah. unfortunate. That is fucking shit. Was it the same girl that you saw before that she was being a sake cow? No, 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 a different one. Because uh, um, different sake cow. Right. Yeah, I mean, this one was all right. She went, she went. Did you buy it from here? Yeah, and and we didn't tell you about Apple Care. No, huh? Unlucky. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh what oh bummer that's yeah. 170 pound please yeah. but on the on the upside uh christina got a mac fixed and mm. uh with it being within the three years uh there's some consumer goods act something 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 where an electrical product needs to be able to work uh for three years um she was able to claim under that didn't have to pay a penny fantastic uh all new motherboard new everything so that goes towards your cap it 
Yes. <laughs> no, actually, she, she's going to use the money to... She's going to use the money to go and get the cat's teeth cleaned. Um, yeah. uh, I know. What? I know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I reckon. I, I think it's about 250 quid because they, they put the cat down for the day and just properly clean all its teeth and stuff like that. One of them's like 15, right? Yeah, that, that's the very one. It's too lazy to clean its own teeth now, so it's just like, oh, yeah, it's all right. They'll you said put him down, but... <laughs> She's not around. <laughs> oh right, okay, sure, okay, that's fine. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, that's. I'm surprised you couldn't do that with your watch as well. What? Put it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did, and look what happened. Yeah. Uh, the claim under the um, Consumer Rights Act. Yeah, but this is accidental damage, so it's not through. I don't know. Anyway. Money. But the good thing is, um, life is back to normal. Um, as we'll go through the sections, you'll you'll see what I have been doing and what I haven't been doing due to mom not having a Mac. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, what about yourself? Yeah. Um, not a ton, really. I, I've put on here, I've been in, kind of in a weird funk recently. And I'm not going to bring this, this down. Uh, it's been a weird one just over the past couple of weeks. Uh, I know you call me out for being a lazy git anyway. Yeah, yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, uh, a self-confessed one, but it's just been weird. I've just been in a weird fucking depressed funk. And, I mean, this is the first time in about a week and a half that I've turned this Mac on. Oh, wow. Uh, I've just not been on the computer. I've not wanted to play any games. I've just not really wanted to do a whole load of anything. Mm. Okay. And I just don't know what's going on, but I'm I'm slowly getting out of it. Um, doing what I can to, to get out this funk. Um, been doing a little bit of exercise, in air quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll get onto it in what we've played, but you know, th- those those Pokemons, someone's got to catch them. <laughs> someone's got to catch them, Darren, and I'm going to be the one to do it. We'll we'll actually discuss that in the next section. I've got some interesting takes on that. Okay. Well. Okay, well, let's get into it then. Um, we'll move on to the next section, what we've played. Checkpoint. So go on then. T- t- tell me about the Pokemons. So I I was quite excited about how excited the world was getting about the Pokemon. It, there was this... Kind of, oh, like... Oh, there's... This, this sounds like it's going to be really fucking awesome. The, the world kind of went mental for it. I, I know a Definitely. lot of people that went and got it from the US store and creating accounts over there and saying, oh, it's the best thing th- since life's spread. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this 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 sounds brilliant. I'm, I'm going to give it a go. Um, now, bear in mind, I've never played a Pokemon game before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't know what to expect. So I walked around to Sainsbury's at lunchtime and I, I pressed a button and I, I caught a Pokemon and then I went, right, I've got one. And then, and then <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, was that it? <laughs> and then I, I, I tried it some more and I was like, uh, okay, so I've caught another one. Now what? And I was just mm-hmm. like, you know what? This isn't for me, which is a pity because I, I, I'm, I do like how the world's absolutely blown up about this. So much so that this, this it's, it's very Marmite. People are, either love it or people that don't love it are, are just so angry about it. 
Yeah, it's and, and, it's been a weird one. Yeah, I've been seeing it on social media. People say, oh, get alive, you're not 10 year old. It's just like, fucking hell. If it's something that makes you happy and it's not like touching children or anything like that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's, I know exactly what you're saying, yeah. Then if you enjoy it, then go do it. You're not harming anybody. It, and that's that's a weird thing. I mean, I got called out for it uh, yesterday, actually. Oh, right. Uh, uh, it was Daz. Hmm. I, I was just talking about it, and it's like, oh, it's fucking Pokemon game. It's so fucking sad. Yeah, but that's I'm so... Because you're playing that shit, and it's like, this is what I've been dreaming about since 1998, I'm going <laughs> to say, when this fucking game, when Pokemon first came out over here. Yeah, sure. This is what I've always wanted, to, uh, you know. Yeah. And it, it is. It's, it's one of those... Some people think, oh, it's fucking sad. You're just doing this, that, and the other. And it's like... People, you know, the amount of people that you see, uh, you know, online, just like people are meeting up, people are talking, people are getting out, people are, you know, walking around, they're going places they've never been before, mm. you know, and, you know, that's a byproduct of catching these fake Pokemons. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's it, like I say in the last section, you know, on Friday evening, uh, me and a friend is like, do you want to just go walk around, see what we can find, do whatever? Mm. And we're just walking around, catching Pokemon, having a chat. I must have done about four or five miles worth of walking. Bloody hell. Now, had I not played Pokemon, yeah. that conversation wouldn't have even come up in the first place. And I'd have probably just been sat on my ass doing nothing and just kind of stewing in my own filth. Yeah. But, I, I mean, we did go on to some private property and because there was a gym there regardless you know it's it's such a a weird thing to get like you said just people seem like outwardly like rage about it yeah it seems baffling to me because like you said just let people enjoy it you know that it it may be a fad that happened that comes and goes very quickly yeah but just let people crack on with it if you just want to sit around and, and just kind of be a bit of a miserable fart about it fair enough but don't hinder what i'm enjoying about the game yeah yeah i um, mean to be fair i mean i uh, when i went for the run i run past i think it was either two or three groups of kids walking around hmm. with the phone in the hand like yeah. just staring at that and they weren't like typing or anything like that so my guess is that we're out getting pokemon uh yeah i mean it's like when i were out friday evening uh i mean mate we're going to some very weird like obscure areas that you probably wouldn't want to go for a walk in. Uh, not that that's like anything sordid or anything like that, but mm-hmm. there was at least two or three people that were f- practically following us, you know, stopping at the same place as we were. Uh, there was one guy that was kind of stood across the road from us and he was on his phone, but trying to look very nondescript that he was playing Pokemon. Ah, right. Okay. We could tell he was playing Pokemon because he kind of like, he knew what we were doing as well because we were just outwardly talking about it. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of shuffle off and it's like... And it was just one of those where it's like, I just kind of wanted to shout, oh, you're playing... Po- Come with us. You know what I mean? It was yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, just band together, fuck it, let's have a laugh. Uh, and it's getting people out. It's getting people talking. It's getting people... And the the good thing about it is um, in the game, there's Pokestops, okay. which are like these like highlighted areas. So like where I work, mm. it's got some of the main areas within the town center, uh, you know, highlighted on the map. And there's some places I didn't even know existed. All right. And and these stops, it, it gives you the name of the place. And if it does, it gives you a little bit more information about, about the place. 
and it feels like it's a good way for people to discover places they've never really opened their eyes and, and, and looked for before. Oh, right. Um, and I think that's kind of a good, cool aspect to it is because, you know, you're potentially discovering new places around your, you know, surrounding area that you've never really seen before. Yeah, yeah. So it's this, it's not just obviously throwing fake balls at fake Pokemon, but you're opening your eyes and you're discovering things. Yeah, sure. And that's kind of the more fascinating side of it uh, to me than than just, I mean, po- you know, Pokemon's fucking awesome anyway, but... Mm. Uh, yeah, but no, I I totally agree. Uh, people just need to calm the fuck down. Mm. Uh, just let people just catch the fake Pokemon and just have a laugh with it because that's what it's been so far for me. Yeah, indeed. Um, sorry, that went on a bit of a diatribe there. No, it's okay. What else have you been playing? Um, there was a couple of other things that I didn't get. Uh, <laughs> so I tried, uh, I think on the last show, I was like, oh, Fury, that looks interesting. I'll give that a go. That was the PlayStation Plus it was, yeah. one. Yeah. I couldn't get past the first guy. Huh. Um, it's 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 rough. I mean, I I loved the art style. Mm. Uh, I loved everything about it. It looked really cool. But basically, you, you, first thing it'll be you're up against a boss, and you've got seven waves of this boss, which you've got to right. take him down with various stuff. And it's like, right, do this now, dodge now, do this now, do do this, and and you're going through, and each one of the, I mean, I, this boss, I'm assuming, is just like a tutorial boss. Uh, mostly, I've not played it myself, yeah. but I can only assume that they would at least ease you into it. But if you can't get past the first one, I dread to think what the rest of that game's going to be like. Yeah, well, I mean, I had a couple of goes, and it was okay. But I thought, if the game is just going to be like this all throughout, where it's just mm-hmm. going to be learning patterns and stuff like that, uh, I thought, mm, no, it's, it's not really for me. Yeah, it's not like a, a rhythm-based thing. It's more... Like say, like a pattern yeah. kind of attack. Yeah. I mean, I, I think if my guess would be people like uh, the the Souls games may like it because mm. it's kind of. I mean, on the on the first boss, I, I found it quite brutal, and some people get a kick out of that kind of um, hardness level because the sadists. Yeah. Yeah. So th- there's a good chance that people will like that. So um, it's not for me, but I, I give it a couple of goes. Yeah. Um, I give Paragon a try. That, that's, that's the, the free to... third person MOBA. Okay, sure. And then I realized I don't get MOBAs. <laughs> huh. I just don't understand. <laughs> so basically, yeah, I, I'd never played a MOBA before. Um, so basically, I, I did, I kind of hit it in like first person or third person shooter style. And I ran up to this thing that was glowing and I shot things. And then mm. they kept spawning. So I kept shooting them. And then more spawned. <laughs> and then I kept shooting them. <laughs> And after about five minutes, I'm like, what am I meant to be doing? <laughs> Shoot things. Yeah, so I just carried on shooting things and I was leveling up and I was getting better powers and I was still shooting the same things, but with better powers. Did you win? No, I actually turned it off before the end of the match. <laughs> this is fucking boring. <laughs> I, maybe it's because it was offline. Um, maybe I just don't understand MOBAs as yet. Because um, basically it, you had little minions that were spawning in and then you had like what were um, NPCs, okay. uh, but they looked like they in the real world they, they will have been player characters. Uh, so I was focusing on those because I was getting more XP for those, and, mm. but I wasn't, I didn't know how to advance the, th- the, the board, the map. Right. Okay. Um, I was like, well, is this like a capture the capture point things? How, how do I capture it? Do I just keep shooting things? This, I watched the little video they had on PlayStation, uh, you know, when you go to the store. Yeah, thing. sure. 
now I've seen footage of Dota 2. Oh, it's kind of got the three lanes. Yeah, so you yeah. have to take that. Yeah, it kind of looked very much the same as that. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, you did have the three lanes on this because you could you could guide your people down the different lanes. Sure. Uh, now Dota 2 also looks super confusing as well. So I don't think that's ever something I'd I'd play. But I can assume that there's a base and you must take base out with things and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of what I got from it. So, anyways, uh, it's free, and we got we got like a starter pack with the PS Plus, um, so that's good. Yeah, but again, that's something I'll park. Um, I fired up Red Dead Redemption, and I realised that I've lost my save. Fantastic! I went through all three Xboxes, um, hoping for a local copy of it, and mm. there was no save. And I'm like, you know what? I could I could probably play this again. <laughs> But even even a game that's uh, got some years under its belt now, it's it plays amazing. Yeah, yeah. Just walking through that first town and just casually walking around and taking the atmosphere, it was it was really good. Still looking good. Still looking sharp. Yeah, and amazingly smooth. Um, I don't know what they've done to it on the Xbox One, but you've got none of the screen tearing or anything like that. It's it's really smooth. Think uh, is it Digital Foundry that usually do the comparisons? Mm, okay. Uh, they was saying that it was running at a steady thirty frames, if not better than that. Oh wow! And Undead Nightmare ran even better. Oh wow! Uh, which is awesome. I, I I think people will probably be missing out on like a remastered version of it, but as long as they get to play normal Red Dead Redemption, I'm pretty sure that shouldn't be an issue. But yeah, yeah. But um, no, I I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed what I played. And cool. I even, because I had a lot of the add-ons anyway, and I dropped on like the, um, there was two or three that I got as like pre-order bonuses that didn't seem to ding through. So I've re-bought those. They're only like 65 peach, like the golden yeah. guns and the war horse and stuff. So um, I'm looking forward to uh, getting a posse together and, and just go cruising. Yeah, I I did buy it. Uh, I've, I got all, uh, there's some free packs that they did. That's right, yeah. Uh, with it. I'm gonna. I'm sorry to take up yours. I'm gonna go on a little bit of a diatribe here. Okay. Uh, this is Terry's rant of the week. Uh, I hope that Microsoft pull the finger out their ass, and with this next update, they a shopping basket, Darren. Mm. That store needs a shopping basket. Yeah, it does. Because to buy all of the separate packs was a complete waste of fucking time. Uh, not to say that the end content isn't worth it. However, did you do it through the website? Uh, I did it, tried it on the website, and then it was like, oh, we need to send you a verification code to your phone. And that was with three purchases. Okay. So I thought, fuck this, I'm going through the Xbox. Did that on there, and it did the exact same thing. Apart from the verification code, I had to buy every single thing separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, how they have got that, I'm not sure, because PlayStation... I can I can just add things to a shopping basket. I can add more and more stuff, and I just pay for it all in the end. Yeah, you can add up to ten what? items, can't you? Yeah. Why does Why does Why does Microsoft hate me so much? Why <laughs> Why do they insist on doing that? It just It just seems so backwards in a sense that so many online places have shopping baskets where you can add multiple items to it, mm. and Microsoft just seems to be falling behind on such a simple premise like that. Yeah, sure. But yeah, it, uh, not much of a rant, but it's just annoying when you've got like i mean there were like four or five packs uh, there was yeah uh you know and to go through them individually go to the confirm the transaction make sure you choose your payment option go to you know continue and all that just didn't need it yeah yeah i, I you know what you're saying 
but uh, yeah, very backwards. Sorry, continue. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, and then the final game I've played, I thought, you know what, it's time to go back to Borderlands. Borderlands 2, yes, let's talk about it. No, 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 the pre-sequel. Uh-huh. So I played and completed the Claptastic Voyage. <laughs> that sounds naughty and sexual. <laughs> it's far from it, actually. Uh-huh. You're... Um, you get digitized and you get stuck mm-hmm. in Claptrap or okay. a Claptrap model mm-hmm. um, to go and collect something. So the entire DLC is within a Claptrap unit. Sure. It's okay. You're, you're yeah. in and out of memory banks, replaying stuff. Um, you do get some Borderlands 1 and Borderlands 2 maps that you go back to digitally. Okay. But for me, I mean, it took me nearly eight hours to get everything done. And it felt like it went on for a little too long. Uh, it feels like everything surrounding pre-sequel goes on a little bit too long, to be fair. Yeah. I mean, one good thing, how the DLC ends is pretty much, it tells a story right up to how Claptrap is at the beginning of Borderlands 2. Okay. So it's worth seeing for that bit. Uh, mm-hmm. But I have to say, the boss battle... You know how I was saying uh, pre-sequel boss battle was an absolute piece of piss? Yeah. Uh, this was on the other end of the spectrum. Absolute pain in the ass. Jeez. It was one of those where you had to take the shield down, then you got it about uh, three quarters down, and mm. then stuff happened, and then his shield went back up, and then it did it all again, and did it all again. <laughs> And it wasn't even an interesting boss. It was just an absolute pain in the ass. How many controllers did you snap in half? Um, none, but I probably had about 15 attempts at it. Jeez. Um, the, the problem was, is because I wasn't really bothered about um, the DLC, I was I just kind of powered through, so I was two levels under the boss mm-hmm. uh, when I tried to take it out, and that, that, that wasn't happening. Yeah, a bot. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, that's that's now complete with all the side missions and everything like that. So I'm happy that's done. And I think the only other DLC is just, um, I think it's just an arena-based thing. Um, so th- then I could be finally done with that Borderlands pre-sequel. It can be put to bed and never seen again. And then just wait patiently for three. Yes, I'll go back to two. I'll go back to two, yeah. Because it's a bloody good game. Yeah, because I don't know what it was. We were watching something the other night in the runabout. In fact, it was the very first episode of uh, Stranger Things, um, which we will mm. discuss later, where they were playing D&D. And then, yes. and then I paused it and I said to Christina, so we need to play this tiny Tina DLC. <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to explain it to her and showing her videos of it. And she's just like, whatever, Darren. <laughs> but the thing and this and this, ah. Oh. I know. <laughs> so anyway, I've, I've harped on a bit. Uh, what have you been playing, Terry? Uh, apart from Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minecraft. Okay. Uh, which version? A <sighs> little bit on the iPad. Okay. A little bit on the PlayStation 4. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, man, Minecraft's good. I agree. It's brilliant. I don't know if you know this. Yeah. It's bloody brilliant. It was one of those, do I start, do I start a new map? I, I don't know. There's something nice about starting a fresh map. Right? Getting a it's seed like... where you start and you, you just, you do that initial run around. It's just like... I've got all the resources I need here. Yeah. And then you just start, you, you pick your plot, and it's like, right, my house is going to be there overlooking that. Which way does the sun come? Yep, I want my front windows to be looking at the sunrise. Yes. 
yes, I, I like to plan it out exactly. I, I, the seed that I actually got recently was just a nice flat. Um, it was raised, but it was a nice flat um, stone area. It was quite big as well. Okay. In the middle of some like woods and some hills and stuff like that, and it was like, this would make a nice scenic little mansion type thing. I'm pretty sure I could build something here, mm. and it'd have quite a nice sunrise sunset kind of deal with it. Uh, but yeah, Minecraft is is really good. You can put a few hours into that and not even realize. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I, kn- I think on the PC version, I was two three hundred hours into that. Yeah, I mean, the, the when you told me about the three sixty version, you know, the first day that you kind of showed me through it, mm. I remember putting ten hours into it that day alone. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, okay, this is this is my life now. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm doing with the rest of my life playing Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that game still holds up really well. I uh, kind of went into the the level packs, like the Skyrim pack, all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, sure. Just kind of seeing what the the pre made maps and that sort of thing. Some of them are absolutely outstanding. Yeah, the Skyrim one's amazing. Um, Mass Effect, you oh, you only get that on the Xbox, don't you? Because that that was an uh, interesting I, one. I did go on the Xbox. Oh, no, I um, no, I think that was on the PS4 version as well. Oh, sorry, I'm I did. Of I, Halo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did go into the Mass Effect one, and and that did look really, really good. Mm. It's kind of one of those where I think, oh, should, should I buy these level packs? I think I own oh, them all. Um, on the um, on the Sony platform. Every time mm. a new one came out, I was buying it because it was in like two quid. Yeah. Um, so I've gradually got them all. Yeah, I'm not bothered about these skin packs. Uh, they don't bother me. The level packs. Yeah, yeah. Kind of intri- in- interest me. Other than that, it's been more stuff on the uh, the iPad than anything else. Okay. I found this weird game called AdCap. Okay. Uh, adventure capitalist. It's basically take the Vault Boy art style. Okay. And you are a guy that is trying to make millions and billions and quintillions of of, of dollars. Uh, and you basically start out running a lemonade shack and you press a button it's like oh you got a dollar <laughs> press it again oh you got two dollars and you keep doing that and then it's like oh you can invest more money into this business so then it gives you more money back and you keep pressing things and then it's like oh you can buy like a, a newspaper you can like invest in newspapers now and it's like right okay I'll press that oh that gives me even more money and then the numbers keep going up and you keep pressing buttons and <sighs> Things happen, Darren. Mm. It doesn't sound fun, but it's one of those where you could just sit down for a few minutes while there's something on TV and just think, right, I'm just going to make a ton of fake money here, so I'm just going to invest some things in like my lemonade shacks and then I'm going to invest in the newspaper. Oh, there's a, a car wash business. I'll start investing in that. And then eventually you go to the moon and Mars and start earning space money. Interesting. Uh, it's random because then you can kind of hire managers to like, uh, because they, they're all on timers. Right, okay. So it's like, obviously, the more money you earn, or like the bigger businesses, the longer the timer is before you get that amount of money. But you can upgrade the businesses, so you get either like triple the amount of money that it earns, or, you know, you can improve the time you wait before, you know, you get the money cash in and all that sort of thing. Right. It sounds very boring, but <laughs> it's one of those where it's like it's free. Oh, right, so okay. just kind of download it and just kind of tap buttons, earn fake money, and just watch the numbers constantly go up because that's kind of fun. Mm, okay. Uh, bit of random, but there we go. 
kind of got overshadowed by Pokemon Go, but there was a game called Batman Underworld. Now, I did see this because um, I went onto the store the other day and I saw the Bat logo, a uh, little green Bat logo. I'm like, hello. Yes. Uh, yeah, Batman Underworld. Uh, it's it's an isometric thing where you play as the villains. I believe this is a precursor to, I'm going to say, Arkham Knight. Okay. I think Arkham Knight or Arkham City, one of them. You start off as the Riddler, you get broken out of prison. There's no real story to it. It's more of a case of... Uh, you know, oh, this guy needs taken out. So you kind of tap on the rooms. You take the people out, and you can hire goons. And you've got a base, and you can upgrade the base, and you can earn money. It's a bit of a weird one. You, you level up your characters. It's kind of like a, a standard free-to-play game. There is a standard in-game currency, and then there's your kind of pay us real money to give us this currency. Right. And there's diamonds, which again is an even more premium, premium currency, uh, which is used to speed up. Uh, like when you're base, you can upgrade your base, but you use diamonds that you can upgrade it instantly. Or there's timers where you can wait for it to run down and that sort of thing. And you basically go send Riddler and goons out to go do missions and random stuff. You're basically trying to take over Gotham City okay. uh, by hiring these villains. And I've just met Harley Quinn and you can play as her and they've all got like special abilities and that sort of stuff. It's okay. I would like to believe that they're going to go further places with the Batman franchise than tappy free. Yeah, sure. Uh, games like that, but uh, it's it's okay for for free. Last one. I haven't played it yet, but I bought a Drift on the PS4. Uh, this is that one that kind of reminds me of Gravity. Sure. Okay. Uh, the destroyed space station, and you have to survive, and kind of get back to Earth, or at least that's what the quote on the, the star says. Right, okay. Um, this is, I believe, is a PlayStation VR title, but it was one of those where I'd seen it when it came out, and it's like, I've got to play that game. Yeah. And my head has just not been in it at the minute, so as soon as I get around to playing Adrift, hopefully it's going to be awesome, but I've got that to look forward to when I do start playing games again. Hmm, okay. Hopefully very soon, but uh, yeah, that's that's really about it. It's been more mobile games and, and that sort of shiz. Okay, cool. So, yeah, that's all I've been playing. Do you want to move on to the next one? Yeah, let's. So let's move on to what we've watched. Checkpoint. Darren, sir, I see you've got quite a lot of stuff here. <laughs> so, I had this problem. <laughs> okay. Christina didn't have a Mac. Mm-hmm. So, and she was also working from home um, all last week. Sure. So the little time I had in between, you know, doing the garden, doing the painting and all that kind of stuff, I was, I was at work and, you know, when you listen to game podcasts and that kind of stuff and you're like, all right, cool, I'll get home, I'll play some games. Walking through the front door, she's already sat in the front room with the TV on. It's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> She's been sat there for like the past hour with the TV program. She wants to watch paused, just kind of turns at you, pats the seat. You know what you're doing for the rest of the night. Pretty much. Um, it happened for about uh, two or three nights, I think it was. Basically, I'd go and do stuff and then we'd have tea. And I'd be like, all oh, right, nice one. I'll just go and have a shower and then and then I'll, I'll go and have a play. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> a shower via the man cave. Yeah, I was kind of looking in there. Can I give it? Oh, 
<laughs> I just imagine you kind of walking through the door. Oh, so we're going to watch the, like proper Kevin and Perry. It wasn't, I, I didn't quite have a strop, but I did, I did have the old bottom lip out because he was just like, oh, I want to play games. Good games. And the, the good thing was I got home on, uh, what was it? I got home on Friday evening mm. and uh, she'd already sat down in the front room and she got the phone call just as I sat down with the bottom lip out. Just saying, oh, yeah, Mac's ready. Uh, and I'm like, oh, go get it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm off upstairs, bye. Uh, so, yeah, she she um, she shot down and picked it up. And I got in. Uh, and then she had to set it up and things like that, just make sure everything was working. So I got a good two hours with the gaming in. And then uh, she found this, whatever game it was on Steam. And uh, I just got the entire weekend to myself. It was great. Because she was just sat in front of the Mac, just playing that all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how that works. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> so, we've managed to watch some films and we've watched a hell of a lot of TV. Okay. So, what do you want to start off? I'll start with films. So, we watched Agent 47. Oh. So, this is the new attempt at the Hitman film. This this is this this is a dude that's badly cast. Okay. Um I I had a real problem with it and it's going to sound really stupid, but you know that I mean, you've played Hitman games. It's this tall dude with a bald egg head that's like egg-shaped and all the rest of it. And and to be fair, the, the, the last Hitman film, he looks a bit an image. Right, yes. This guy was a short, dumpy guy with <laughs> dark hair. And they must have had to shave his head literally two or three times a day because it was that thick and dark. Right, okay, so, which is it's not good at all. No, so it just didn't look like it. And they kind of threw a spin onto the story and it was... It was basically the film sponsored by Audi. Uh, all the car chases were all Audi and Audis and Audis. And, and there was like um, little navigation computers that flashed up. And it's like, we're tracking the Audi. <laughs> it actually had Audi underneath <laughs> it. Like, oh, fuck off. And all the car chases were all like wheel spinning, all close-ups of the Audis. And even though they have been crashed and all the rest of it, there wasn't a mark on them. Fantastic. Well, they don't want to ruin their... Uh sponsorship deal with Audi, do they? No, but it was pretty much all, all the um any of the car scenes were like watching an Audi advert. <laughs> Seriously, it was like close up pan in, pan out, get the logo in, get that logo in, close up on the alleys, logo in. Right. Okay. It, it was quite embarrassing. It was it was mm. any nice shots of the uh of the very sweet leather interior. Oh yeah yeah interiors everything. Yeah yeah. Yeah. Because they want to show every facet of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the film was <laughs> average at best. Mm. So it was okay. I probably wouldn't recommend it. If it's something, I guess if you sat there and it's bored and it's on TV, then maybe watch it and have your iPad with you. How long before you pull the iPad out? Um, we watched the entire thing, but I kind of wish we hadn't. Because it, it didn't, I don't think it warranted it. So then we watched another film, and that was Bridge of Spies. Mm, I've heard some pretty good stuff about this. We were bored, senseless. Ah, okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is probably on box art, but it's set during the time period. It's when the Berlin Wall's going up. Right, okay. And you've got this insurance salesman who, because he's a good negotiator, because he's a salesman... Uh, ends up doing a prisoner exchange. Mm. And that's it. Yeah, yay. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, again, we, we watched it. It kept it kept giving the impression that something epic was about to happen, 
it kept building and building and building. And it just kind of went, there we go. Everybody goes home now. Bye. Oh. And I was like, but, but surely somebody gets shot or... <laughs> just shoot him in the face please <laughs> yeah it was I don't know I don't know it, it was one of those that's based on a true story and I don't know I, I felt kind of let down by it I was kind of expect maybe it's just because of the TV series that we watch I was expecting some kind of twist something to go yeah. wrong and they have to you know make it right but everything just went smooth oh and I was like okay <laughs> but then what <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah and I have watched, because it is now available on iTunes, Batman versus Superman. Hey. Now, you may need to put a little marker in the in the old description. Oh, we're going to talk spoilers. We're going to talk spoilers about this. Right. Let's warn people. Uh, yes, I'll put time markers in the show notes. So if you want to avoid spoilers for a film that came out this year, run away. Yeah, no, jump forward until... Have a look in the show notes um, or the, the show description. It'll say where to jump forward to. Sure. Right, so I watched the Ultimate Edition. This is the three-hour and two-minute epic. Three hours and two minutes, where the first yeah. two hours, nothing happens. <laughs> oh, man, it's so disappointing. Well, okay, sorry, I apologize. Not nothing happens. There's just a lot of tension building, um, but I think that first two hours could quite easily have been wrapped up into half an hour. It was all about Bruce Wayne is a bad man. Oh, I should say Batman's a bad man. No, no, Superman's bad. No, Batman's bad. No, Superman's bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. It was just... So the first two hours was just, just build up. And then the film for me then started. Right. The the last hour of that film was just like an epic roller coaster. Okay. Um, the whole battle and all that. There were things in it which kind of got my back up. I've I've seen enough superhero stuff now to understand who the Justice League are and who the key characters are. Mm-hmm. So when they had a <laughs> section saying, "Oh yes, I know who you are. You're in a photo that was on on a USB pen. Yeah, you've been alive for ages, Wonder Woman, and we know you're Wonder Woman because that little icon there has your WW thing on." Yeah, I love the fact that um, Lex Luthor had given them all icons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic! And yeah, and it's just like, oh, and we found this other one. Uh, it was like Flash. Okay, so that, that, that's okay. I like that Aquaman. I <laughs> I was watching. How long the, did they spend on him? It was just like, oh, uh, he comes swimming out to the camera. Pretty much does his fucking hair. So he got the makeup in. You know, how about this? Yeah. Oh, hang on. Look, I can swim really fast, and he's off. It wasn't that. It, for me, it was more how uncomfortable he looked. Yeah. Like, oh no, I'm genuinely holding my breath here. I cannot cope. Yeah. Uh, it looks super uncomfortable. Yeah. And Cyborg. Now, there was quite an interesting bit in it. So you had, quite early on, you had Flash saying, uh, Flash came through like a, his time portal bubbly thing, mm-hmm. um, which that never got readdressed. So I assume that's going to be the next film. Yeah, because the, the time thing's into one another and they want to build a Marvel universe. Mm. Uh, so they, they're going to give nods to things, which hopefully pans out. But yeah. I'd like to believe they would do if they're going to sow the seeds in, you know, pretty early on. Yeah, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I, I also thought Lex Luthor was badly cast. Terrible. Because, for me, Lex Luthor has always been this cool, calculated character. And um, what you had, you had uh, Jesse... Uh, I can't remember. Eisenberg. That's the guy. Um, playing him as 
almost like a Riddler type character or a Joker or just somebody flamboyant and all over the place. He turns very Joker later on. Yeah, and I just don't think it worked. Now, the internet at large really wanted Brian Cranston to play him. Ooh. Uh, sorry, play Lex Luthor. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that. Uh, you know, like an aging Lex Luthor. Mm. He's seen some shit, man. Um, but yeah, that would have been probably perfect, you know, casting. I, th- I think this is probably okay as a prequel. And it'll be possibly a film people go back and revisit once there's another couple of films out there of how it all began. But I think on its own, I don't think it was that good a film. It's a struggle. And uh, what, what... Sorry, just another thing. No. I, I like Ben Affleck. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've been a big fan of him. He, he's, um, he was in quite a lot of Kevin Smith films uh, early on. And I, I've always had a thing... Well, not, not a thing, but you know... You've had a thing for him. Uh, just say Yeah, okay. Um, I think he didn't get a chance to shine in this. I, I thought the how Batman was in this was shit. That has kind of, again, the internet at large has kind of spoken out, saying they'd love to see a solo Batman film purely because this film kind of... This was... Doesn't give him the justice. Yeah. I see what you did there. Pardon the pun. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon the pun. Uh, the, it just doesn't give the character, and it just doesn't give him in, enough time to shine as the character. Yeah, it was far too focused on um, on Superman. Uh, the, the the kind of two kind of scenes from it I can kind of pick out that made me feel Batman. Uh, the uh, fight scene in the warehouse, mm, okay, which I thought was really well done. Yeah, for the brief moment of time it was on. And as silly as it sounds, where they find the guy that's been bat-branded and all of those people are locked in the cages downstairs. Yeah, yeah. And they let him out and it's like, oh, no, 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 we don't want to leave the devils up there. And it's like, it's dark, it's brooding, it's Batman. Mm. You know, it's Gotham. But uh, other than that, it kind of felt a bit... He just seems very upset for no... Well, we don't know this version of what this version of Batman's been through, but he's killing dudes now. Yeah... Yeah, and that's a bit weird. So, and also, it gives the impression that everything was fine until his dad died, and then in an, in a year and a half, all of a sudden, he's Batman. Mm-hmm. There, there was no pre anyway. Um, but yeah, it's three hours is too long for that film. Um, I don't think it. So you've seen you saw the original version and also the ultimate. Have you seen the ultimate yet? I haven't seen the ultimate version yet. I I. I'm plucking up the courage to watch three hours, sit through three hours of it again, uh, purely because I know that what's coming, and I don't know if what's added to it is going to make up for it. Mm, okay. It's a bit of a difficult sell, so I will get round to it eventually. Yeah, but. yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's that's Batman versus Superman. Okay, so TV-wise, I'll, I'll conscious of the time, so I'll get through these a little bit quick. Um, mm-hmm. We finished This Is England 90s. Man, that was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really brilliant. It was just intense, intense shit. If you are going to venture down that, um, start at the beginning. Start the film. Okay. Uh, because all these characters, it's it's everything that they've been through. Um, there's, there's nods back right to the first series. Oh, so they're, they're a decent tie in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Call back on their own history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much so. Just stuff happens. You, because you've been on, on, on this journey with these characters, um, you, you've got a good idea what they're thinking. They're, they can, 
they're very good at portraying shit's going wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, very interesting. So yeah, the, it's only it's only four episodes a season, and there's only three seasons in a film. Okay. Uh, but if you want some dark, gritty uh, British stuff, then have a look at that. Sure. I've been continuing my well. In fact, we've we've now finished season two of my guilty pleasure, The Librarian. <laughs> How's that going? It's been proper cheese on toast. It's been proper um, once upon a time, grim, that kind of stuff. Mm. It's been all right. It's It's been one of those where we've sat down after uh, spending the night, sorting the bedroom out and that kind of stuff, and, and sat down and watched a couple of episodes with, I'll, I'll be on the MacBook and she'll be on the iPad. And it's just kind of on, and we, we don't really miss anything. Right, okay. Scream. I've I've caught up with that. Mm. Yeah. So it's been um, while well, Mom's been sleeping um, on weekends. Have had the headphones on in on the iPad and just catching up on that. Um, I've got a minor grumble with this. I really like Scream. Yes. My problem is, and this isn't a spoiler. I don't think. I think the cliffhanger that the last couple of episodes have gone on. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I'm on about a certain recording that was taken. Yes, yes, I know what you're about. And I'm just like, and she doesn't confess anything? Should should, should we put markers in here just in case people are a bit sensitive to this? No, no, no. Let's take it offline. We've already got one spot. Sure, that's fair enough. Um, All all I'm saying is that there's a certain key point in there that they're saying that, that they're insinuating that this is going to be a big plot point going throughout. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a big reveal if people get to find out this specific thing. Yeah, I don't think it is that big of a deal because there's—I mean, we've now heard it twice, mm-hmm. and the thing that's being said is not bad at all. I don't think. No, uh, I I agree. I I think that the last couple of episodes have been fairly flat cliffhangers mm. compared to the episode before where it was like oh, this is going to change everything yeah, yeah. and it, it didn't really change anything yeah. <laughs> uh, so no I, I agree with that hopefully they've got three episodes left I believe yeah so hopefully they can pull it kind of rein it back in quickly mm. but I mean, don't get uh, me wrong there is some still very good shit there and I still can't work out who the killer is I've got it down to three but based on season one I'm probably wrong I had my suspicions up until something happened in the last episode where I'm thinking, oh, right, okay, never mind. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know where you're going. Uh, it's like, oh, right, well, I'm shit out of luck. I've got no idea what's going on now. So mm. still kind of been left in the lurch here, but I like that. Yeah, I do as well. So that's yeah. Um, Preacher, I, I went back to that. Mm. Um, I'm up to speed with it. There was, there was a very good episode. I think it was episode six. It kind of pulled it out the hat and there was this amazing scene in a motel room people that have seen it will know exactly what i'm talking about but it was possibly the best fight scene i've ever seen really yeah there was a section just just to give you the premise there was um with preachers you can imagine there are uh, angels demons that kind of stuff it's kind of pitched at that but when an angel or a demon dies it instantly respawns Okay. So basically there was this big fight between four, five of them. And every time they killed one, another one respawned. It got to the end where there was just a big pile of bodies that were fighting over. <laughs> <laughs> and it was genuinely brilliant. I was laughing my ass off. 
is it does it have like that dark comedy s very very much so right okay sure it's no that's that sounds good yeah so i i'm gonna stick with it because i'm intrigued to see where it goes and also when we get to the comic section uh, and the comic uh in fact well we'll save that for then Okay, sure. So just just very quickly, so uh, Dark Matter, start back up, love that. It's mm-hmm. uh, very fly, Firefly-esque, so okay. big fan of that. Mr. Robot Season 2 has started. I'm not quite sure about this season. Um, I've only seen two episodes, because that's all that's mm. out at the moment. This is on that their Amazon Prime, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, sure. Season 1 was brilliant, uh, genuinely, genuinely brilliant. This has kind of started off a bit flat. Huh. It's there was there was a big reveal at the end of season one, and you were just like fucking hell, that's amazing. And there, there was also right from the very first episode, there was a goal, there was a thing running all the way through it. Okay, this season two doesn't seem to have found its feet yet. Yeah. It's just a, a a guy being a bit mopey, and and that's basically it. Right. Okay. Uh, is it is it released all in one go? No, no, no. It's uh, they're doing it weekly. Ah, sure. So I think it's Mr. Robot's Thursdays. So pretty much I've got something every day now. Cool. So there's that. Sounds like you've got a good set up there. Yeah. And just finally, Stranger Things. <sighs> somebody put me onto this on, on Twitter. I read some, somebody said, oh, it's like Stephen King, da-da-da. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, brilliant. Um, so we give it a go on Saturday night and we binge watch four episodes back to back. Yep. I fucking love it. It's, it's like the goon is crossed with... Um, Super 8 crossed with any Stephen King film that you've ever seen crossed with mm. Poltergeist crossed with it's it basically it's like get all the best films from the 80s put them all together uh, and just do a well-produced TV series now you text me on Saturday evening mm, yeah and said you need to watch this this has got Terry written all over it yeah and by God has this got Terry written all over it this show is fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. It's so 80s, it hurts. Yeah. Just everything about it is just so well done. And now I finished watching... I've Sorry, I don't mean to hijack. No, no, go ahead. Um, I watched all eight episodes. Okay. Uh, I finished watching it about quarter one this morning. <laughs> nice. And I gen- the feels got me. Like, just throughout the entire thing, the feels just got me hard. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I'm becoming like this really big, gushy, emotional bugger when it comes to these sorts of things. Because it's like, I'm genuinely feeling like when shit's happening, it's like, oh. Um, I got to the end of it and was absolutely grinning from the ear to ear. Oh, wow. Oh. Fantastic show. That's good to know. Um, Yeah, they, they've, they've got it right. The synthy 80s soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, perfect. The opening, the opening is so eighties. Yeah, yeah, very much so. <laughs> but the characters are so well done. Yeah, the setting, the characters, everyone's got a story, uh, and it all intertwines with one another. It's just an amazing show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Netflix uh, really seems to be knocking it out of the park with their original series. I feel that this is probably the best Netflix original series. Yeah. So I, I, I said that. Uh, in fact, I think. Y- was it you that said, is it better than Steam? And I went, yes. Yes, it is. I, I think it is. Uh, I think this is the best original series. Uh, I know they've got Daredevil and all that sort of stuff, but yeah, absolutely superb. I, I I feel like I need a Netflix buddy. I just need someone there with me just to share in it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just missing that because I'm like, 
uh, when it got to the end of the episode last the last episode last night, I'm just looking around like, oh god, <laughs> I'm so lonely. I just need someone to like share this with me. Oh man, it's so yeah. I I urge anyone, and I was gushing about it. I saw you gushing about it on uh, mm. on Twitter. Yeah. I uh, wholeheartedly agree with what you said. I couldn't get enough of it. Uh, I was gushing about it as well. Uh, I, I encourage anyone with a Netflix account, watch that show. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a go-to. It has to be watched. Um, but yeah, such a bloody good show. And I needed to finish it so we can discuss things. Mm. Well, Mom's on her way back from wherever she was. So um, I don't think I'll get a chance to play any games tonight. So I'll probably get an episode in or two. Yes, that sounds like a bloody good plan. Um, what else have you been watching? So, I watched The Transporter Refueled. Uh-huh. It's a bit of a, <laughs> it was a bit of a random one. I like a bit of, uh, uh, you know, like J- like really corny Jason Statham films. Yeah, yeah. And I really like the, the first two Transporter films. Mm. This doesn't have Jason Statham in it. What? This has uh, Francis from Deadpool in it. Okay. And he he's the transporter now, right? Hence refueled because they've kind of rebooted the series. You see, uh-huh. uh, it's okay, but you kind of miss Jason Statham in it. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that the guy that plays the transporter is doing a bad job. It's just very jarring to go from Jason Statham to him. Yeah, yeah, understood. Uh, the story is a bit kind of up in the air, but it's a simple hour and a half popcorn-y action film with a lot of driving and random stuff in it. Right, okay. It's okay. Now, I had a weekend off, uh, an extended weekend. I had a nice three-day weekend to do with what I wanted. And I started watching Pretty Little Liars. That's the uh, tweeny chick flick stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Because uh, it was like, oh, it, I think Netflix actually recommended it to me. Because it's like, oh, you watch Scream, watch this. I ended up watching 35 episodes. Holy shit. In that weekend. <laughs> it was very good. It's whoa, very, whoa, very 35 good. in a weekend? Yes. Okay. Actually, no. I watched... How many did I watch? I watched about 30 episodes and then watched five more since. Okay, that, that makes it loads better. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those where it's like... Kind of like Scream does like... You could probably watch the first five minutes and the last five minutes. Right. Get okay. the general gist of what happened within the episode. Got you. But then they've got the massive stinger and it's like, <gasps> tune into the next episode, see what happens next. And the good thing about Netflix is like, oh, next episode's starting in 20 seconds. It's like, oh, just let it happen. Okay. Yeah. The, the good thing is they even bypass the titles of the next episode. Yep. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it does the previously on Pretty Little Liars and they'll show that. Yeah. Uh, completely bypasses it and just gets right into yeah. it. And it's like, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even more awesome, Darren, mm. has Mr. Nolan North in it. Obviously. He's a pretty prominent character in that show. And he's awesome. And it's well, Nolan it North. Ev- it's like, it makes everything oh, awesome. Exactly. It's like, oh, that's Nolan North. And it's like, no, you, you, that's his character name. But that's Nolan North. I know, I know Nolan North. I like we're best buddy. Like he's a friend that's <laughs> an actor that... I know him. I know him. Uh, but yeah, it's very good. There's seven seasons of it. Jeebus. Uh I probably will whittle away at it very slowly. Um, but what I watched of it was was very, very good. Uh, there's enough kind of plot points. Imagine Scream, but stretched. Okay. Quite a lot. Uh, 
but there's still a lot of stuff going on. So, challenge Dan. section. I, yes, I challenge you, and this was purely based on the fact that I watched um, Grimsby, and I said that probably his best film was L.A.G. in the House. Mm-hmm. Now, this for me was his starting character. It's um, he was on the eleven o'clock show, and he had basically a, a ten-minute segment of where he interviewed somebody. Right. Okay. Um, and it just, it was one of those uncomfortable interviews. He was just asking really bizarre questions. And then from that, Allergy was really born. And then not so long afterwards, this film appeared, uh, which I, I still laugh at. It's brilliant. Now, how, how did you find it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so immature. Yeah. Fuck, Ooh, did it okay. make me laugh so much. Yeah. Uh, just the jokes in it are just so bloody ridiculously asinine. Childish. Yeah. So kiddy in a way. Like the opening scene with the gangsters, the Mexicans, and they shoot the shit out of him, but the silhouette on the wall is him with a massive dick hanging out. Yep. In fact, before that, he gets shot in the leg, and then his dick falls out of the hole, and he pushes it back in. Just really silly stuff like that. Yep. Really silly kiddie jokes. Now, I can, can't help but feel you made me watch this for a different reason, other mm. than Grinsby. It's very political in a sense. Uh, now with current politics and all that sort of stuff going on and who gives a shit, right? Ah, right, got you. Uh, okay. You know, this country would be a better place with an Ali G in it. <laughs> because he sucked off a horse. <laughs> <laughs> that was the scene I was just about to bring up because... Because <laughs> he accidentally tripped and it was mating season. And his phallus was <laughs> <laughs> was already yeah. erect. Um, just some of the silliest comedy in there, but it's so effective. Yeah, yeah. And Martin Freeman's in it as well, which is he is yeah bloody weird considering that he's like this megastar in America now. Yeah, uh, with Sherlock and uh, you know all the other shit he's doing, like with Hobbit and all that, and yeah. Just to see him in this, uh, I think this is pre-office. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, no, this was after office. Oh, was it? Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's a bloody funny film. Mm. Uh, this is easily something that I could probably go back to once every so often and uh, and have a good giggle at. I mean, just that scene with the dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his nan walks in. <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to beat the dog off but it looks like he's yeah 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 beating off yeah, yeah. um yeah it's an oldie but it's it mind you it's 2002 that film came out mm-hmm. i actually thought it was late 90s that it came out right okay. uh, but uh no 2002 um the humor holds up very well yeah but yeah it, it, very funny film I, i'm glad you suggested that for me because uh uh it was much needed uh, so very I, I think if you like that, I, I think you probably like Grimsby. What about his other stuff? Like, because um, Borat actually appeared in this, and I was quite surprised. Um, Borat's interest. So, okay. So, what I'll probably do is, I don't know where you're going to find it. Maybe Netflix, if they do the Allergy series, mm-hmm. is maybe watch an episode of that because that will have all his characters in. Right. Okay. And if you get on with the characters there, then go for the full film. Um, 
is because is the guy from Grimsby? Is he one of his? No, no, no. Right. Uh, okay. he's, so I I think so. He's done three characters since uh, Borat. So he did the um, the model one. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a Zoolander esque thing, uh, but he does like a meat swing section in it, which is really wrong. <laughs> there's the dictator, and there's Grimsby, uh, where Grimsby feels back to back to the Ali G days. Right, where the other two just feel a bit out there. Okay, so yeah, maybe maybe I'll probably watch Grimsby then if it, if it's very similar to because yeah, Ali G had me uh, had me laughing pretty hard at some, just like I say some of the most asinine jokes, but still very funny. Yeah. So yeah, oh. I appreciate that one. That was very good. Good. Glad you enjoyed it. So based on the fact that I did the Borderlands DLC mm-hmm. and I spent the entire time being digitized, shrunk down and living it inside. Tron? Uh, yeah, kind of. But I was inside Claptrap. Okay. It made me think back to a film I watched uh, quite a long time ago and it's a film called Inner Space. Okay. As you can probably tell from the, the, the pre-sentence there, it's about being miniaturized and inside a body. Okay. So go give that a go. This sounds like a very weird 80s um, premise. Definitely. I think it's 80s, possibly late 80s. This sounds like a very corny film is what I'm trying to say. But I'm, Yes, I'm, yeah, I'm very much so. Yeah. I like, I like my, uh, my corny films, so yeah. Okay, cool. It, yeah, it's full of um, a decent cast. There'll be a lot of people that you see it and give me, oh, bloody hell, it's him. It's that guy from that thing that does that stuff. There's, yeah, I, I won't spoil it for you. We'll discuss in the next show, but there'll be definitely a character that stands out and you'll be like, holy shit. Right, okay, cool. So, yeah. Inner space. Okay, then. We've gone long enough now, but we've got one more section to go. So, ha! Uh, so, let's move on to what we've read. Darren, yes. what have you been reading, sir? I've been, well, I finished uh, Grave Peril, which was the third um, Harry Dresden book. Mm-hmm. I think due to the way I was working, I was I was pretty much pausing every five minutes. So I thought the story didn't flow as well, but it's probably because I was listening to it in very short chunks. Right, okay. And there was a lot that went on. Mm-hmm. I feel like the scene has now been set for the future books. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, there was there was some quite epic things that happened in it, um, which are, uh, are game changing for for the, his world. Oh wow! Okay. Which I am looking forward. To. I I think I need to I think I need to re-listen to it before I go on to the next one. Because mm-hmm. even though I, I did get the key plot points out of it, it was quite fast moving and there's quite a lot happening. Right. Okay. So it was quite hard to follow. Um, what I have been listening to, though, is I'm about a third of the way through now, is Infinity Wel- Welcomes Careful Drivers. Okay, yeah. And it's been about four years since I last uh, listened to that book, and I'd forgotten just how good it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just got to the point now where uh, Lister's decided he's had enough and he's just putting his stuff back in his status and he's asked to sh- turn the ship around. Right, okay, yeah. But that's what I was listening to on my run. Right. Um, <laughs> Spend a lot of time just laughing out loud then. Yeah, yeah, there's some very good bits. And I just forgot how much de- detail I went into. All the, I mean, th- there's a good half an hour before we even get to, like, the first scene of Red Dwarf. Yeah. Um, and, and just the way they elaborate on everything is, is really bloody good. 
I think that's what I, I think I was I said that last episode a couple episodes ago just mm. I really appreciate the fact that I, it feels like this is what they wanted to film but couldn't so they've they've put more context into everything yeah uh, and one thing I'd totally forgotten about and this is from somebody who used to do a Red Dwarf podcast oh yeah oh apparently there's more Red Dwarf 16th of September um, so I expect the other podcast to fire back up that's it that quick soon. yep that's soon bloody hell yep yeah, there was one section in it which I'd totally forgotten about. And I remember thinking many moons ago, ah, Lister was actually quite smart. Mm. So, you know, the whole, we get it in the TV episode where he's like, um, Hollister's giving it, where's the cat? Where's the cat? Where's the cat? You had a picture taken uh, yourself yes. in the cat. Where you actually find out that that's Lister's plan to get back for free. Yeah. Uh, to get put in stasis and then pop out the other end. Yeah, you've forgone three years' wage, but you're out the other end job done he just wanted to get back to earth yeah and he'd even read through the manuals to find out what was the only thing that could get get him put in stasis yeah i was like oh that's pretty clever yeah i i, I did like that aspect of it one something i wish they kind of fleshed out in the show but because mm. they do kind of downplay list quite a bit in the show yeah yeah but seeing these aspects of it make it ah there are ulterior motives yeah yeah indeed it's a bloody good read though yeah um, so what about yourself? What have you been listening to? Not much. I, I keep on trying to read, uh, well, listen to uh, Stormfront. Uh, oh, right. Okay. About 40 minutes away from the end uh, okay. in, in, on Audible's timeline. <clears throat> I'm just having a bit of a difficulty at the moment because my head's not in it. I've stopped listening to podcasts, books. I've just been listening to music a lot on kind of my uh, journey to, to work and back. Okay. And that sort of thing, and I'm just not being given enough time at work to listen to what I want to listen to. Okay. So it's been a bit of a difficult one at the moment, so I'm not going through that as quickly as I wish uh, I could, but I'm nearing the end of that. Not to say that it's bad, I'm still really enjoying it, so mm. uh, hopefully by the next episode I will have moved on to the next one, which is Fool Moon. It is, yeah, so, yeah that's, that's a good book. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to to getting Stormfront out of the way and uh, and see what's next. Okay, cool. But uh, yeah, that's that's about it from me on the reading front. Um, okay. Apart from Darren, let's go into the reading corner. Let's. So preacher. So preacher, I got a couple of comics in, mm -hmm. um, and I found out more in those couple of comics than I found out in the first five episodes of the Preach TV series. Right. Now, you're probably going to talk a lot more than I am, as you've seen the TV show. Um, mm. I I liked what I've read. I've, again, I've, like yourself, I've only read a couple of issues of it, but yeah, how does it compare? It's, it's similar, mm -hmm. but... Um, so, I, I don't know about yourself, but I found the very first in the series. I got about halfway through and I thought, oh, God, we must be ne nearly there now. It just <laughs> and I looked going. on the thing and it was like... I'm only halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily the second one was a lot shorter and all the rest of it. But um, yeah, so I mean, the the three main characters, how they've all met up already, mm -hmm. they get introduced individually in the TV series. Yeah. Um, the guy um, with the um, sphincter mouth. Arse face. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> interesting. His, his backstory only got told in... Um, Episode seven of the TV series, right? Okay, where this was pretty much first epi first episode, mm. and they've even put a spin on it. They they haven't used the same um, the same reason, right? Okay, that's interesting. 
Yeah, so, um, but yeah, everything everything is playing along, but in the two that, um, is it two, three? Uh, how, however many I've read, um, I'm pretty much up to speed on seven episodes of the TV series, so it sounds like they're really dragging it out. Right, okay then. Because um, again, from the comics, um, you, you know how you find out about the Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that was episode six. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It's just, it it kind of goes at the same speed as Walking Dead. Um, with the odd uh, action sequence, shall we say. Um, like, for example, the motel room, which was genuinely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they seem to be stretching it out a bit. I don't know if they're, if they're going to pick up the pace later on. Um, but yeah, uh, pretty much everything I've read is, is I've now seen in TV form as well. Right, it, and it even though they change little bits, that the main, the main overarching thing happens kind of beat for beat, the same uh, as the comic book, or like for example, like the church in the first in the yeah. first issue, that all happens the exact same. Uh, no, right, no. okay, so they're, um, they're kind of differentiating themselves a little bit. Yeah, then. yeah, yeah. They're still going with the same theme. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, when I read it, I was just like, "All oh, right, okay, I see what they did there." Right, okay, then. So they've kind of, I mean, because the comic's quite old, isn't it? The original uh, Preacher. Yeah. Uh, I'm not quite sure when it came out, but I do know. You can tell by the art style and mm. the way that it is fleshing out everything. Yeah, yeah. It's not quite Dark Phoenix Saga, but I'm, I was reading it and I'm thinking, Darren's not going to get on well with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was, a, it was, to be fair, a bit wordy, but to be fair, in the two or three comics that I read, uh, the TV series is going at half that speed. Not necessarily a bad pick. 1995 is when it first came out. Right, okay. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the couple of episodes that I... Uh, uh, episodes, the couple of issues that I read of it. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I'll probably continue with it. Yeah, so now now I'm getting some more um, free time back. I, I'm, I'm going to be intrigued to carry on with the comics while I watch the TV series mm-hmm. and just see... I mean, because it... For example, if I read the first ten comics, that's pretty much the first two seasons of of the TV series. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it it's good. I I like it. There's some uh, ridiculous violence and, and and other good stuff in there. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like ridiculousness and violence. I don't know if you yeah. know that about me, but uh, I gave this more because you'd been watching the TV show. Yeah, sure. and I wanted to get your opinion on kind of how they worked hand in hand with one another. I think if you if you've enjoyed what you've read, you'll enjoy the TV series. Okay, yeah. So I I might give the TV series a go. Um, like I said, just to kind of see where they deviate away from the the main comic book itself. But... I kind of wish that I'd have watched season one before delving into the comics. Right. Um, because, as I said, if, say if you've read two or three comics, um, you pretty much know what's going to happen in the first seven series. Uh, sorry, first seven episodes. Mm-hmm. So that that's the thing I've kind of pulled. I didn't want to read too much of the comics because they were spoiling the TV series for me. Ah, uh, right. Okay, then. So I was kind of like, oh, well, okay. So I know that's coming. I know that's coming. Ah, mm-hmm. right. So I wonder when the TV series are going to actually explain that bit. Right, and, okay. Uh, as I said, I mean Genesis. Uh, that whole thing doesn't get explained until um, until episode six. Mm. So I if I, if I go too much further in the comics, then I'm 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 there's going to be no point in watching you the TV spot series. Like four seasons worth. Of Preacher. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, 
I was going to suggest we continue reading that, but I think we'll put a stop to that then. I, I think let, let's possibly go back to it once the um, one, at least season one's been and gone. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, so you tell me when that's over and done with, and then we'll we'll potentially go back to it in, in a future episode. Okay. Um. So the next one. Uh, this is one I've wanted to read for a while. But it's one of those, uh, you'll understand from the title, it's kind of a bit awkward to go into a comic book shop and pick it up. It's nothing to do with kids, is it? No, it isn't. Okay. It's a comic book called Sex Criminals. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, I believe the first issue, there was like a um, like an alternate cover that was in the uh, plastic bag uh, with the black over it. Okay. Uh, because it was apparently quite graphic. I, I I don't know what this comic book is, uh, but it's one of those that I've kind of looked at and thought I, I kind of want to read it. Not for the, n- not for the aforementioned sex part of it, but more what the fuck. Okay. Uh, it's one of those where you do kind of think, what the hell? Why would they call a comic book sex criminals? Uh, so I'm really intrigued. So I, it's been on my mind for a while now. So I, I think that'll be his next one. Okay, fine. So yeah. So yeah, that's that's that is the reading corner. Very good. Right, so you call it a show, Darren? Yeah. I'll call it a show. So thank you everyone for listening. If you want to give us an old iTunes review, uh really appreciate it. If you don't, fine. If you want to get in touch with us, uh you can feel free to do that at podcast at checkpointdone.com. Uh we have the Twitter at checkpointdone. You can go onto the website, which I hopefully will have some videos uh, coming in the next couple of weeks because uh, I've got backlog of stuff. You can go to CheckpointDone.com. Uh, speaking of videos, there's the, obviously the YouTube channel, but you can see all the videos on the website. Anyway, feel free to subscribe. Uh, and you can find us on our personal Twitters. Uh, Darren is at D5120, yep. and I am at Foxhounder01. Uh, so we will be back in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you very much for listening, and have a good one. Until next time, see you later. See ya. Goodbye. Bye.